All right, folks, welcome back to this week's uh, submission as we talk about character and the core four and how that applies to our life. And today, I just want to do kind of a two-part. So this week, I'm going to be talking about sacrifice, but I also want to talk about sacrifice and surrender next week because I just think that this is an important concept that we need to wrestle with. And probably as we look at the core four, this mostly falls in the issue of devotion, uh, how to be a devoted individual. Now, that that many times because it's in the spirit realm, we often think of that only in religious aspects. Uh, however, devotion is something we can show to any cause or any claim or anything that we want to dedicate ourselves to. However, I am going to be speaking in a uh, spiritual sense today, and then as we get into next week, how we can apply that uh, beyond that. So for my scripture today, I'm going to be coming out of probably one of the more famous sections of scripture that have ever been read or quoted, and as out of John 3.16. Uh, for this is how God loved the world, that he gave his only begotten son, so that everyone who believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. Um, when you when you love something, you give it your all. I mean, that's just, that's where devotion comes from. When you're so intense about something, when you love something so much, you give it your all, giving your, your best. Now, when we talk about uh, athleticism uh, and, and our teams, uh, that means it requires, I mean, if we're devoted to our teams, which is what we're talking about, devotion uh, and sacrifice, then that requires 100% of our of our time, our attention, our ability, and our ambition. If you think about it, what, what we as athletes many times go through, you, you're... Your sweat becomes this a sacrifice. Your your pain is a demonstration of your passion. Your dedication, what you put into it, achieves the dreams. Uh, and 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 you got to apply this. And this is where I'm going. That's why I said this week I want to speak more on the spiritual aspect of this. God wants us to give 100% of our heart, soul, and mind and strength, uh, the core four, to to Him. Uh, and and the, the example where I want to draw from and where I'm going to focus on this spiritual aspect is because I just cannot think of a better example of how it is that you pour yourself into something 100% devoted than through the demonstration of Christ's life and what he was devoted to achieving through that life. Um, his, his, his very life was given so that we may attain this relationship that he desires for us. Uh, and, and I think that ultimately he requires no less from us today. Through, throughout practices and pregame speeches, as a former coach, you know, I gave those speeches and they, they could be uh, in the middle of an inning or, you know, maybe a timeout or something like that. But you hear those mantras uh, either from teammates or captains or coaches, things like, you know, is that all you got? Uh, I need more. Come on. I need more. Don't leave anything out there. Give 100%. Yet regardless of how people try to motivate you, giving it your all for your sport isn't a free thing. I, I mean, achieving athletic goals, achieving, uh, it, and even beyond athletics, if, if you're, whatever you're into, achieving that thing, getting to that point, that, that costs time, it costs energy, it costs sweat, pain, resources, even tears. It's all about 
hard work and sacrifice. And, you know, we, we kind of live in a time when college and professional athletes are criticized for being just self-centered jerks. Uh, I, and yet I watch and I see as I, as I watch games, I watch what happens in the world. There's still a lot of people out there who are, who are, are, are creating sacrificial acts, uh, things that, that aren't just for self-interest, you know, like playing through an injury or an illness. Maybe, maybe sometimes that that's about self, but sometimes it's about making sure the team can achieve what needs to be done. You know, relinquishing playing time instead of chasing a record, stopping to help an injured player, uh, to assist them, uh, or a competitor, uh, when, when they're down and hurting, it takes selflessness and courage to give up something for the greater good of the team. In the pursuit of big dreams, we are often forced to make hard decisions, yet nothing ultimately compares to the ultimate sacrifice God made in order uh, for, for his dream to come true, just as we give to make our dreams come true. And it all started, I'm going to be referencing through scripture here, it all started when God made humanity in the garden, garden of image, in his image. He, he desired to have a relationship and he found it in the form of Adam and Eve. The first man and the first woman. And the world was perfect. All the creatures were in harmony. There was no hunger. There was no war. There was no hate. There was no disparity. All Adam and Eve had to do was take care of the garden. And and, and then not eat from this one tree that God set up. And God warned them if they if they ate from that tree, they would die. However, everything changed when Adam and Eve listened to the lies and, and instead took matters into their own, own hands, were disobedient, ate from the tree, both of them eating from the tree. And, um, and then it, it just caused everything to fall apart. Everything that God had created in order to make all things right and good fell apart because of humanity's choice. Now, although God's, uh, God's ultimate plan was falling apart. God also uh, wasn't about to give up his goal. His goal was to be in harmony with his people. So immediately he, the plan was in place to rectify all that because he longed to restore humanity back into a relationship. And that led him to put a plan in motion that would take thousands of years uh, to, great, to unfold and, uh, and, and, and that's where we come upon the scene is we, you know, we're, I think we're moving into the holiday season here before too long. And this is what we, we celebrate, especially during Christmas. And this, this time of where, where Rome, the great nation, uh, you know, there's all kinds of brutal wars and kingdoms are falling and all this kind of stuff. Uh, and through that, there was this line, this lineage that carried on right up into the day of Jesus. And, and during the Roman Empire, though, though they ruled with an iron fist, they ruled over the Jews, uh, which were God's chosen people. They, uh, the, we have this story of Jesus that comes out, and it's great if you ever want to really get into it. comes out of Luke 1 and 2, and there's some embedded promises that come out of Luke 1 and 2 that are pretty awesome. Um, and, and, and those promises were not just for all people, but for you and me. Now, what's interesting to me is as we look at Jesus' life, he, uh, you know, pe people debate about 
his life. They debate about the things that he says and the claims that he made. For for some 2,000 years, this is an ongoing debate. The story of how Jesus' resurrection changed the world forever, which was the primary purpose behind Jesus coming down and actually living amongst us in the first place, to live a perfect, sinless life in order to work out the plan that God had that that ultimately was to to rectify what happened in the Garden of Eden. Um, and, and God gave his son to, to fix the problem. I, actually, I'm going to go over real quick. Uh, I have my notes here, Romans 5. I'm going to read that real quick, Romans 5, 8. It says, but God demonstrates this, uh, his own love towards us, in that while we were yet sinners, what happened? Christ died for our sins. Um, which is interesting. Yet yeah, here Jesus was fully God, fully God, yet at the same time he was fully human. Um, so he had to experience all the physical and emotional pain that we did. He had to go through all these brutal circumstances. Actually, as we read the story, we find that through his life he was mocked, uh, he was stripped, he was beaten, he was uh, uh, put a, a crown of thorns on his head. Ultimately, of course, uh, he was crucified on the cross and hung there to die. And even there, people were jeering at him and yelling at him until he finally breathed his last breath. Then from the story, he was buried, and then he was raised again three days later. What an amazing devotion. Here, Jesus, who had come to earth, fully human, actually even asked one time, God, if, this does, if, if, if I don't have to go through this, don't make me go through it. Which the answer, which we, we don't know, I mean, God didn't speak in that moment. We obviously know because of what Jesus did that the answer was, no, this has to be done, my son. And so Jesus willingly went through the process. He sacrificed himself, going through the beating and all the jeering and all the brutality to die because that death, the only way to restore uh, to have the ability to restore the relationship that was lost in the Garden of Eden was for Jesus to willingly go through that process and die as a sacrifice for all of us, uh, because uh, or for all of us, and because of Jesus and, and his his one hundred percent devotion to go all in to do everything that he asked, uh, that he could, that is what provides us access back into the relationship that was ultimately lost in the Garden of Eden. We are invited into the same relationship that Adam and Eve once had. Now, the world is still in a fallen state. God will deal with that eventually. But he did send his son so that you and I can be in that relationship. Now, I think it's important to understand because... Those of you who've made sacrifice, those of you who are devoted to your sport or your team, and you make a sacrifice, you know you do that because you believe in what's happening. You don't make a sacrifice for just anything. You make a sacrifice because you know it's going to matter, and you know and you believe in the outcome. I want you to understand what Jesus did is because he knew and he believed in the outcome. This wasn't some willy-nilly decision just to follow something. This was because he really, really, really desires to be in a relationship with you and I. God, the Father, so much desires to be in a relationship that, that it's represented through the life of Christ who is willing to give up all that heaven had to offer and willing to set aside his 
godness, though he was fully God, to take up human form, to live like one of us, to, to deal with the, the life like all of us, and to ultimately to be brutalized and, and, and sacrificed and crucified so that he could be relationship with one of us. I tell you what, if that doesn't speak to devotion, I don't know what does. We talk a lot, and we're going to talk next week about our devotion and how it is we express our devotion. But wow, what about Christ's devotion to us? That Jesus was so devoted to that end outcome of making sure. We're de- we, we make sacrifices to let the team win. Jesus made sacrifices so that we could win, so that we can enter into a relationship. And I just challenge you, if you don't know yet that, if you don't know what it's like to be in relationship with God, you got to go back and, and, and do, you know, read if you want to, but I'm just telling you right here, Christ died for you. Christ died so that you could be in relationship with him, God the Father, and God the Spirit. All you have to do is come to terms with the fact that, gosh, if he's willing to do this, this has got to be true. And you know what? I can't be in relationship with God because I screw up. I mess up. I sin. I do stupid things. And you know what? God doesn't mind that you do that. I mean, he wants to help us to do better, but he understands that we do these things. What he did is he allowed the blood of his son to be shed so that we could be cleansed. We could be washed. Those sins could be taken away and, and we could be in right relationship. All we have to do is claim that. We have to claim, realize, gosh, you did that for me, Jesus? Well, then just as you fully devoted to me, I want to be devoted to you. I want to follow you. I accept your sacrifice. And I ask you to come in and begin to change me so that I can live a life of devotion just as you lived a life of devotion for me. And when we do that, gosh, the relationship that you share and the ability we talk about building character said you can't it's hard to build character when the inside the foundation is broken accepting and bringing jesus into your life allows the foundation to be rebuilt so that way as we build character we're building on it from the inside out rather than just building a structure around us that will fall apart so i challenge you this week think about go back to luke Read the story, hear about it, talk to someone, talk to your coach, talk to a friend, talk to a mentor about this devotion. How is it that Jesus so loved you and I that he's willing to sacrifice himself, surrender himself? He was devoted to you in such a way that he allowed himself to be tortured and given as a sacrifice so that you might be in right relationship with him. So God bless you this week. We'll come back next week. We'll talk about how we apply that devotion to our own lives. But this week, I want you to wrestle with the reality of God's ultimate devotion to you and how he demonstrated that devotion and desires to be in relationship with you. God bless you. See you next week.